This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. kidding <laughs> <laughs> I, I was feeling the same way but well because you because right before you hit record you were just like "Woo, here we go you guys and i'm like tucker never does this like <laughs> yeah. now i feel pressure <laughs> what's going on is everyone on coke what's <laughs> happening too enthusiastic got some coffee my headaches fading away i'm feeling mm. better oh great Talked about the low deck for a minute I get some cranberry juice and some coffee and some lemonade. I talked about below deck for a minute. I said, <laughs> yeah, that really go. energizes me. <laughs> the reality <sighs> show about the crew who works yeah. on these luxury yachts. When I'm feeling down, I just call someone up and say, hey, can we talk below we talk deck below for deck five for minutes? minutes? That's the thing they say, below deck. <laughs> is that like, is, does that mean like, I need that's a the name moment. of the show. Uh, but I'm saying like, they no, actually that's... say that. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, just no, no. Oh. no, no. I'm saying that's that's what I do. I call people and say that when I need a boost. That's great. Yeah. And everyone I know is like, talk about what? Why? And I'll be like, it's a show I watch. Just listen. You know, just listen. I'll tell you about it. It's funny because like those shows kind of do like seep into you a little bit. Like after I watch, you know, Top Chef or some yeah. other cooking show, like I'll just be mm-hmm. like, we got to fire up the steak, chef. We got to fire up the steak. If like we're going, if we're running late, the behind, guests are coming. Behind. You, I go into the supermarket and I say, are these all the sodas you have? <laughs> you know, whatever. Every time. Whenever they run into to Whole Foods. Oh, that's Every great. Time, they're they're just like, are these all the artichokes you have? Is this, it? <laughs> is this all you have? Are these all the oysters you have? Oh, that's great. That's great. That's, that's our top chef I love chef the concept of the back. Oh, yeah. You the know, back's just... Like the, the back is just stock stocked room. with yeah. shit. Like there's everything in the everything. back. Everything. Yeah, I wonder, well, right? No, I think like, we there's have like, there's unlimited like, oysters in the back. Yeah, yeah, right? It's like off-menu items, but like at the supermarket, it's like, what's not on the floor? Guys. <laughs> yeah, what do you what do you got in yeah. there? What are you holding? <laughs> Come on. Okay. All right. That's not what we're here to talk about. No. No. It's not. Well, what we were we close this time. Jinx? Those are TV shows. Yeah. That was TV. That's true. It's TV related. It's adjacent. We okay. did most of that before we started recording. You're welcome. <laughs> one guy. Yeah. We did. We really, we really shot. Shot the BS for just a couple of minutes there. It felt great. <laughs> okay, okay. Here's what we're really here to talk about. We're here to talk about season four, episode 21 of the television program Three's Company. Oh, interesting. Entitled Lee Ain't Heavy, He's My Brother. Okay, now after having seen this episode, I don't get what that means. What does that mean, Lee? It's a reference to a song title. Oh, it is? Yeah. He Ain't Heavy, He's My Brother. Is I that... don't know the song, but I know it is one. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it like tons of people have covered the song. I can't remember. We looked it up even to see who originally. Yeah. Was, I think the original, like it was written by a songwriter, obviously. And then the first guy that had a recording of it, I don't even know that I know who it is. But then there are tons of people have done the song over the years. Oh, and so it's become a thing. Yeah. yeah. And then so has, very I mean, well this is the Hollies. The Hollies. Yeah, the Hollies had a version of it. Well, let's see. Oh, what it's here. Is. Okay. Yeah. All right, here it is, guys. Here's the Hollies. Oh, well, here's, oh, here's an, here's an ad. ad. Oh, it's Liberty commercial Liberty break, everyone. No, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> Do you ever see the commercial break? Now, why am I plugging them? They don't sponsor us. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, the whole ladies. Oh, I know this song. Oh, yeah. yeah. Weird. 
We all know oh, this yeah. song. That's crazy. Well, there you go. Wait, so it's a reference to that. Oh, but it's not Lee. It's just and my brother. No, ain't he, he ain't. He ain't heavy. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. What does that mean? He ain't heavy. Yeah. Heavy was like a big. He's a big deal. Deal. Right. Mm. Like yeah, like a sure. subject oh, would heavy. be really heavy. Yeah. Like it's it's oh, it's heavy. heavy man. That's a lot. You're laying down a heavy rap on me right now. Yeah. yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> Here we go. That's great. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so it's a reference to that, and and Jack's brother, it turns out, is Lee. So Got I guess it. they figured the Lee substitutes for he, and he's his brother. So it's that's a good punny thing. Lee. Fine. Yeah, that's probably okay. Why well, thank you for that. Thank that you for that. That tracks more. What did I that say? The title came first. <laughs> I did yeah, not did get my, this right at all. Last week, you said <laughs> Janet's know. brother Lee. Oh, okay. he's he's uh, a sad. He's got a sad sack story. Oh, he's down on his luck. Mm. And Jack and Larry sniff out that he's a grifter. <laughs> oh. it's and a great episode, they have though. to stop the girls from buying his Amway. Or <laughs> yeah, whatever he's huckstering, right. Is that the right word? Uh, that's great. Yeah. yeah. yeah he's Talking peddling his, his nonsense. That was your yeah. yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. Good. Well, it would also be, you know, it'd be touchy. Like how how do they uh approach Janet about her brother? She's you know, it's like I mean, she's probably just gonna be like, Yeah, I know. Right. He's my brother. He's I've my been brother. living with this shit my whole life, you know. Well, I anyway. was really anyway, off. that my, didn't happen. My powers this week yeah. were mucho flaccid, so my apologies on that yeah. one. What are you gonna yeah. do? I don't know. I mean, you, you could have gone anywhere with the Lee thing, and you still gave a, one of the characters brothers. Like, oh, well, so yeah, ain't heavy. He's my brother. Furly. No, that's Bart. That's Bart. Oh, right. Bart ain't Bart. heavy. He's my brother. Although Bart, Bart, Bart didn't get a mention this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. All right, let's yeah, you know, let's, okay, let's, let's do this. In. Let's do it. Lee ain't heavy. He's my brother. It aired at the end of February, right? Nineteen eighty. I think the next one is into March now. So we're yeah. cruising right along. Yeah. In nineteen eighty. So this one starts right off in the apartment, and immediately we get a ding dong. And Ugh, this whole opening is stupid, and I'm sure it wasn't on Pluto. Nope, probably. Yeah. Not. This does not sound familiar Getting at all. It, Mm-hmm. Janet uh, comes in from the bedroom, I think, and Chrissy comes in from the kitchen at the same time, and they're like, huh, <laughs> "Let's answer, we'll the answer together." together. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then they go and answer the door, and it's RF. Nope. And for uh, no reason, he has brought their mail yeah, because the mailman delivered it to his place by mistake to his which box. Which I thought was going to like come back later. Yeah, but no, <laughs> no. no, it's just an excuse. Yeah, for them to for Fur, Furley to make a bunch of save the whales jokes. Save the whales for some reason. Yeah, yeah, because they say they something get a flyer about for save the yeah in the mail, and there's something, and he's like save the whales, and he makes a bunch of just you know why don't we save coupons or something to do like with that? The rest of the what? Yeah, and it's just nope. he's he makes a couple jokes and then he leaves, and. uh and then as soon as he leaves, ring, the phone rings. Chrissy goes over, picks it up. Yeah. It's Lee Tripper. This is where it picks up. On I, I, yeah, we were yeah, like this. That's Pluto. That's Pluto. I, I, when we were watching it, I was like, it starts with the phone ringing. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> absolutely. There's no reason to have that opening at all. Um, yeah. And Janet's or Chrissy's like, Lee Tripper. Oh. Jack's brother. I, I, you know, and I knew they cut something you say because you're coming to visit. <laughs> oh my lord. I knew they cut something because it's so tell. weird that they cut to a close-up of Janet without really establishing Janet, and that's how you know because they, they'll do the establishing shot yeah. the wide yeah. as they enter the, the stage, you know, duh. So I was like, yeah. I wonder what they cut. I knew that it was a weird cut to Janet, and Janet looks like she's just like been there for a minute. So weird. Yeah. Yeah. It's strange. Um Anyway, she sees uh, Chrissy talks to him. She's like, "Great, 
Uh, and she hangs up the phone. Then she's like, guess what, Janet? And she's like, Jack's brother Lee is in town and he's coming over. <gasps> How'd you she, know? How'd you guess? After all the yeah. leading conversation, sure. We're going to start this series over so we can count how many times they've made that joke. Yep. (laughs) Honestly, Uh, if we went through this whole thing again, I'd make bingo cards for everybody at home. If you had opens in the kitchen, (laughs) go ahead and lay a dot down now. (laughs) Right. Perfect. It's not a bad idea. We should have been making these. We could have had a bingo card by now. I know. Um, Sorry, that's on me. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's your fault. That's, that's your segment. That's your that's your forgotten segment. segment. Yeah. It's time. Oh. It's time for hey, that's on me somehow. With <laughs> um, so Jack enters and he is whistling. He's having a great. He's like, "Isn't it a beautiful day?" Oh, best day of his life. And Chrissy goes, "Yeah." And Lee's coming over. Your brother Lee's in town. He's coming over. Oh, and Jack, Jack, I bet you can't imagine how he reacts to that. I bet I bet you would never, ever guess that he just clams right up and is all awkward and weird. And he's like, oh, no. I mean, of course. Like, yeah. This is like the, the trope. It's going to be the thing. Mm-hmm. Plus, again, so like it's so weird, right? Because he's supposed to be like this confident ladies' man, just you know, getting girls left and right. right? And I'm like, no, this is this is John Ritter. This is John Ritter's character that they're now triangulating into this. They're so, mm-hmm. oh well. Hey, woo. Hey, you hey. know, I so, I think just to mm-hmm. just as a baseline here, I yeah. feel like this whole episode was like. Oh my God, we have to turn this in by 5 a.m. Just whatever. And that's how it we ended smacks up with of that. Like the weird opening. Yes. There's a weird tag. Yes. It's just, it's just like they just cram some shit together. Yeah. It was one of those let's clean up all the post-its. Oh, also, right. I'm going to tell you right now, I bet we didn't get the tag on Pluto because it. Oh, no. It, it was also unrelated. No, it was related, but anyways, oh. we'll get to it. Okay, yeah. we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Okay. Um,. So Jack's not happy that Lee's visiting. Lee's always Lee's, you know, tall and handsome and Ugh. athletic and accomplished. And, and he's he wins always everything. You know, it's the classic Why in his can't brother's you be more like your brother? shadow business. Yeah. Um Lee was handsome. Okay, so Jack he and so Jack always felt very uh silly around him. Like he always he, fumbles. He, he becomes tied. a bumbling idiot yeah. when his brother's around. So uh, they're like, you know what, Jack? What about you know you're you're a good cooking student and blah blah blah, and you do all this. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna cook. That'll impress him. Yeah, I'll, I'll impress him with my with my with my French cooking, French cooking. whatever. So so he he goes off to the kitchen to start cooking, and Janet and Chrissy, having just convinced Jack that. Don't worry about it. You're good at stuff. They're proud of themselves and they shake hands. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, somebody was like, quick, we only have an hour. All right, they shake hands. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> Is it and there's a lot of like just dissolving to later. Yo, Is this yeah. whenever it does go to the restaurant, doesn't it? Well, the quiche? What about because he makes quiche? Makes quiche, yes. So he makes quiche, which I think is more like a breakfast situation. Also basic. Also, like I can make difficult. a quiche. Yeah. <laughs> no, right? like, this is I was going to show yeah. off like his French culinary education, but uh, b- b- basic. Uh-huh. Yeah. I thought it was a little bit yeah. uh, on a silly end of things. It's because it was the only thing they could think of and they had to move on. Um, Plus, I'm sorry. I knew immediately he was going to blow this dish. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> oh, sure. Of course. Uh, so it's it goes from shaking hands to later the girls are now on the couch playing Go Fish. And, yeah. And Jack comes out and he's super excited because he's made this amazing quiche. And it just needs one more minute in the oven. One more minute. Just one more minute. Ding dong. Yeah. One more minute. And he left. And it. he left. <laughs> yeah, why well, wait the minute? Right? Just uh, you're the expert though. Uh, ding dong. You guys will never guess who it is. It's Lee. It's Lee. It's uh, Paddykins. <laughs> and 
I knew this guy. Oh, you did? This guy's in a ton of movies. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, but, but he, uh, like his face immediately, I was like, holy shit, that's, what is that from? And I was like, oh, it's Blood Simple, the first Coen Brothers movie. Oh, fascinating. He's the husband. Yeah. yeah. But okay, he's in tons me. of stuff. Tell us all about him. Tons of stuff. This is actor John Getz, uh, born yeah. October 15th, 1946 in Illinois. Um, yeah. And he gets his start. Uh, now, he's one of our more celebrated actors. I mean, he's been he's, – he's got hundreds of credits to his name and uh, he gets his start back in 1974 in a TV movie called Killer Bees, <laughs> which, is, which is great. Oh, wow. 75, he's on good. The Happy Hooker. Then he's on Another World. Huh? Uh, and then it's like a bunch of like small, you know, just like little tiny parts here and there. He's on Wonder Woman, Barney Miller, Barnaby Jones. Uh, he gets Three's Company in 1980. Uh, he's on Ryan's Hope, which was a soap opera, daytime soap. He and then in 1984 gets uh, to play a character named Ray in Blood Simple, which is a, a big deal. And then uh, he goes on to be in this show called Suzanne Plachette is Maggie Briggs. Uh, but he gets five episodes, so he was ostensibly like a regular character. He gets on an uh, after ABC After School special. He's in. The movie The Fly in 1986. He's also then in The Fly oh, 2 in 1989. He's on an episode of Roseanne. He's in Born on the Fourth of July with Tom Cruise. Uh, he's in the movie yeah. Curly Sue. He's, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, he just keeps working and working and working. He's uh, He bounces back between features and television, which is not typical of, of any of our actors to this point. Uh, they usually start out in, yeah. in films and then you know end up in TV um, or vice versa, but they don't do both at the same time. He's also in Murder She Wrote. Uh, he's in the movie Mr. Or no, sorry, the TV show Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Uh, he's in Ned and Stacy, Jag, CSI Miami, uh, The King of oh, Queens. So he kept working. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. How I Met Your Mother. Then he gets in 2008. He gets on Mad Men. He's then on Grey's Anatomy. He's in Prison Break, Criminal Minds, Private Practice, NCIS. Yes, this guy's all over the place. Law and Order Special Victims uh, Unit. Um, I'm going to keep just fast forwarding. Most recently, you've seen him in Better Call Saul. He gets two episodes of that show. He's also an American Horror Story. Uh, the Last of Us, uh, just in uh, two episodes in 2023. Oh, that was just, yeah. yeah. Last year. And then he's going to be in the Reservation Dogs TV miniseries uh, that has just been released in 2023. He's still out there doing it, Mr. John Getz. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Way to go. Woo. And yeah. I say great casting because he's awesome. he really does. He doesn't look like John Ritter. But he sounded like him, him enough that it's totally believable. Yeah, I sounded. And I don't like. Yeah, I know I've seen him in a million things, and but the things like when I see his face, I see him like he can do like a real like sleazeball guy like mm. so yeah. well. Like that's how I see him when I was like, oh my god, I know that guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. It doesn't hurt that he's wearing a turtleneck with a blazer. Yeah, but that's just his that's natural sleazy. state. That's how he's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> like he comes out Man. of the box like that. That's true. I got to work that look one of these so days. Just Turn that good. the blazer. That's just, whoo. Oh, that was my favorite mm. thing. Or not my favorite thing. It's my dad's favorite thing. Whenever I was like in a play or I was doing something artistic, <laughs> he would always show up in a turtleneck and a corduroy blazer with That's patches. That's great. That's great. <laughs> he would That's be great. all like, oh. He's, you know what? Because he gave birth to an artist. And, get, and that he's a little oh, art yeah. himself. Yeah. Come on. I'm a little bit of an yeah, artist he's, there. He's going to dress the part. You know, he's gonna I do love it. it. That's great. Yeah. That's, that's squad goals yeah. right there. I'll tell you that. Was he wearing that? Uh, when I came to the book of Liz, probably. Oh my God, <laughs> Daddy, we were in this play. We were in this play called The Book of Liz, written by Amy Sedaris. What? And it's hysterical. But Tucker and I were both in it, and I played Liz, She's the like main the character. I'm like, there's only like five people in this play, yeah. and okay. I'm Liz, and I have to like be funny and deliver these 
lines and it's absurdist and it's this crazy thing. And Tucker played like I had like three or four roles, three or four like little little bit roles where he would come on and interact yeah. with me for a minute, and that That's was like great. his part. But this is right? like Amy and it's Amy and David Sedaris wrote it, right? I Wasn't think so. Yeah, co-writing right. thing. Oh, and wow. so the characters I was playing were very like. Very big, yeah, usually. Very, very ridiculous <laughs> characters. <laughs> and one of the characters was, I mean, it wasn't really written this way, I don't think, that it was just an old man that was, like, taking a... But I, I, I decided to do it as, like, the old man in Twin Peaks that walks just incredibly slowly. <laughs> and then I would, like, kind of get lost. Oh, that's great. Walk the other way. And... You know, it got so he basically stole the scene. Is what I, he's saying. Well, I'm the only one on stage no, for a while kidding. for that whole segment, <laughs> so it's all me. So, uh, anyway, it's a good bit, but um, yeah. it's just you know a few. It's just it's a, a couple, minute, yeah, it's in a the whole play. Jinx wow. is the lead. She's sweating it out up there. She's got a lot to do. It's a powerhouse performance. Okay. And her parents came and saw us. Uh-huh. It's the only time I think. They came and saw me in anything. I think so, yeah. Wow. And uh, and afterwards. I, I don't remember what he said to you. Oh, I, I don't just, either. Oh, I just remember that he. It was he just like, the- He like came over and was like, you know, like, great, you know, good job or whatever you say to someone who's just <laughs> been in a play. And then he turns to Tucker and he's all like. Oh, he just went oh, on. That character with, with walking and went on and on about how great his care, his old man it's character so was and how he loved it so much and didn't even, didn't even give a shit about what I had done. <laughs> I totally won. Yeah, That's very I, sweet. Totally that is very sweet. Cause you know, it was legit. <laughs> you know, it was like the real mm-hmm. deal compliment. That's he great. That's great. <laughs> loved it. Yeah. Didn't care about me toiling away, but it was all right. I needed the approval. <laughs> it was good. I'll, I'm a, I'll give you that. I'm a needy person. Oh, what a great um, story. Yeah, anyway. you should read that play. Everybody should read that oh, play. Oh, yeah. It's really funny. It's like a sitcom, and it's okay. great. Yeah. Okay. Great. She's a uh, woman of the squeamish faith. And she makes cheese who balls. Who makes cheese balls. Fascinating. It's okay. like an Amish-esque yeah. satire. Okay. So cute. Anywho. Okay, anyway. Where are we? Well, Lee just arrived. Yeah. John gets as Lee. Yeah. He got right. there in his turtleneck blazer. <clears throat> and uh, he's there. It turns out. It turns out. Because uh-huh. Jack has made dinner. But. Oh, his, Lee's his got, company just flew him in. Yeah. His company flew him in because he's getting man of the year again. again. Third, Third year, in, year a in a row. Third year in a row. Yeah. And so he came out. And there's going to be a dinner and a ceremony and all that stuff. And he needs a shrimp, date. Shrimp cocktail and champagne and all those sorts of you things. You know, fancy things. You know how it normally is at a Cocktail. Yeah. Well, people that wear cocktail. turtlenecks and blazers would eat that. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, I'll, I'll say it. I love a shrimp cocktail. Oh, me too. What? I do. Uh, delicious. I don't yeah. like it. No. I, 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 don't, I can't get in a cocktail sauce. I just can't. I don't know. It's just, and I love tomatoes. Oh, I, I don't love know. It. I don't know. Or delicious. shrimp. Do you like Bloody Marys? I do, but there's something about the shrimp flavor that wrecks it for me. Like if I had to dip a shrimp into a Bloody Mary, I'd lose my mind. Here's the thing. (laughs) This is where Jinx and I agree that shrimp is delicious, Mm -hmm. but we have different uh, tolerances. Like I have a very low shrimp ceiling. I have five or six shrimp usually. I'm probably like, all right, I'm good. If I have That's one more, shrimp. I'm going to think it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jinx can do endless I shrimp. Get there, I, I get there I on can two do. shrimp. Right? <laughs> oh, no. I could do red lobster endless shrimp all day long. Like yeah. I could stay there and eat shrimp all day. Oh, yeah. Bless you. Sea spiders. I know. I can probably do more than five or six. That was probably an exaggeration, but I, I, I do. I remember I have taking to stop. It I'm not exaggerating. Like it's literally she would get mad, and I'll barf. Oh, really? I can't. I can't. I don't know what it is. I, shrimp. I don't know. I don't know. They're a little sweet and chewy. I, ooh, it's making me yak right now. 
Oh, I love, I love. Anyway, I wouldn't have gone with okay, right. Lee anyway. anywhere that they were serving shrimp cocktail. I've been mean, like, oh, no, but yeah. he needed a he needed a date, right? Yeah, and so uh, he's like, Janet, what are you, Janet? And Jack's like, no, no, in the back, you know, behind Lee, and she's like, oh, no, I can't. And but Chrissy doesn't get any of this, right? And so when Lee turns to Chrissy, he's like, Chrissy, and she's like, yeah, I'll go. Oh, boy. Well, this makes Jack remember the quiche. Ten minutes later. Yeah, it only had one minute to go, remember. So you can imagine. And he didn't set a timer. And he didn't set a timer. And he didn't set a timer. A chef who doesn't set a timer. timer. Yeah. Didn't set a timer. Also, he brought it out. Like, why not just act like you never made it? Why bring it out and show it to everybody? Yeah, good point. This is this is, this is how <sighs> we show like, like his his failure, his his ineptitude. This is how we show his ineptitude. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, visually ineptitude together. Oh, good job, guys. Thanks. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, and and he's standing there holding his burnt quiche, just pathetic. Mm-hmm. And Lee says. Ha, Jack, you haven't changed at all. You haven't changed a bit, he says. Yeah. And then he walks out and he says, I'll pick you up at eight, Chrissy. And Jack goes, you neither. <laughs> and then we get another dissolve to later. Yeah. It's a lot of this. A lot of just, yeah. Yeah. Like, it was more of a Jack's hard cut for, uh, for me on Pluto. And Oh. Yeah, it was weird. And Janet, he I guess he opens the door on Janet. Yes, because Jack's pacing. He's nervous. Yeah. Um, this is like he's waiting for Christy to come home with Lee. And he, he hears something and he goes and opens the door really fast and it's Janet. He yeah. startles her. By the way, uh, not to she, hijack the episode, but doing? there was some really cute fashion moments. Although the purple thing that – Chrissy was wearing mm. in the beginning of the episode. I thought the hair yarn was duh, duh, dumb. The colors were awful. They look, yeah. they look so cheap. It looked like some crap store thing that she just like rigged into it her looked head. Like a little girl, like a literal little girl's hair. Well, after that weird oh. commercial that we saw, like evidently that was like oh. baby sexy is a thing. That Blech. was a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, but I, I did knew, like this. this could be so sexy. Who knew? <laughs> Gross. But I did like that black and blue stripe number that she comes bounding through the door and with her hair and her severe makeup like oh, she yeah. is just full janet now she has like bloomed into full janet i love it yeah yeah this is really the the, the yeah. best look for peak janet, janet. peak, peak janet. janet um and so she comes in and she's like what's wrong and she's like he's like chrissy's not home yet and um he's worried about her blah 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 and then finally he hears them outside he's like there oh, they boy. are aha he opens the door. And there and they are doing the Chrissy. Kama Sutra. It was so uncomfortable. Yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. What was going on? It, what are they doing? She had her arms up around like his head almost. And then her legs were up in the air. Both of them bent at the knee. Like he was holding her yeah. in midair. So Just lip locked. I feel like the implication is because there was such a like – you know, there was so much of that, like the woman lifting one leg up yeah. when kissing somebody. Right. Like, which they do on the Golden Girls. Yeah. They do it in everything. <laughs> yeah. Cause everything. Yeah. Like, cause I, I mean, I'm not a woman. I don't know. Is there something connected? Yes. Does your leg pop up when no, you get aroused you, or something? No, but you have been in, indoctrinated with it your entire life. And yeah. so it happens. Oh, it's a, it's a picture thing. Just because a, you've seen it. Yes. Right, because it's a picture thing that 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 seems romantic. Like I'm so enamored yeah. of this man that like I he swept me off my one foot, right. and it's just a matter one. of time before <laughs> he the swept other me one. off my foot. And yeah. it's just and a matter so of time before like, I get swept off the other one. Yeah, and that's what's happened here. Yeah. Well, except both. I mean, you're both being very exactly. generous. I thought it was goofy as all heck. I was like, okay, Cirque yeah. du Soleil, well, get it. It is. Yeah, it was stupid. Um, and they're just sucking <laughs> I just face. Took it way down. Just sucking face. Yeah. And that's when we go to commercial. Commercial. 
You know what? I'm going to say something. This episode on Pluto had zero commercials for me. I was like, what? Yeah, it was great. Because you should have to sit through like two or three commercial breaks in Pluto. The most annoying being the one before the tag scene because you're only going to get 30 seconds of tag scene. And I'm like, I got to sit through three minutes of commercials for this crap. It's always the same three commercials. Right. So annoying. It's like not the property brothers, but it's like one of those couples who like refurbs houses. And I'm like, I hate, I hate all this. Mm. Property brothers. I fell for a bunch of commercials when I was sick. Like I remember mentioning to you, like, yeah, I've been seeing this thing about blah blah blah, like a couple of times <laughs> yeah. because I kept seeing like, the yeah, because you're watching TV. You have the TV on, <sighs> regular TV with commercials. Yeah, it's great. Oh, it's you awful. get a, you get a sense of the culture. You it, get a sense not of the what's culture. going on around you in advertising. It helps like advertising get a is not the culture. It's, <laughs> Nobody it's gets the gets you a perspective of what um, people are. Like buying, seeing and doing. Being told to buy. <laughs> well, it's all economics. It's important. Yeah. Eh, eh, eh. Okay. <laughs> it's awful. It's terrible to watch, it's, but I mean. It's, it's terrible to watch. Like it it's terrible insight. in effect. It's an awful thing. But what do you got to tell us about commercials this week aside from that? <laughs> That's Do you it. have a I'm good prepared. one? That's all well, I have. Well, oh, okay. well, well. <laughs> I don't know what anybody else came up with, but. Um. Although, wait. Oh, wait. We were talking about... You said we hadn't talked about the Grey Poupon commercial. Yeah, because... Okay. Is that true? I we have to have. talked about it. I mean, we may have mentioned it offhand, but we haven't, like, delved into the fact that, like, it was a phenomenon because we were, like, acting it out in elementary school. Yeah, oh, it was a phenomenon. with a lot of commercials. That was, like, a normal thing. But, but this was one that was really up there, and it yeah. was, like so funny right i mean you you were so witty for pulling that off every time. <laughs> yeah yeah if you could do it in, <laughs> if you if could, you could really right. pull up next to someone yes. and ask them for gray poupon if you could like oh, be on your like, bike and like yeah. pull up next to someone and do it oh my oh, god oh i listen yeah. that gave me permission to be the little english countryside you know, oh, gentlemen yeah. that I dreamed of being, and uh, it was so camp because you it was dreamed of being an English countryside gentleman. Oh my god! In no. a tweed suit with Not a bowler and a pocket square mm-hmm. and a pocket watch and gray poupon and the old car girl, the whole thing. I mean, I just loved it. And what I love yeah. the most is that it's a campy <laughs> commercial because everybody's in on the joke. You know, they know that they're stupid. We know that they know that they're stupid. It's great. It's great. And what a brilliant piece of marketing, because how do you take this nasty ass mustard? That's way too fancy for Joe and Joanne America. <gasps> And sell it in Kansas. That's how. That's yeah, how. That's how. Yeah. But remember the first time you tried Grey Poupon and you were like, what the fuck is this? Okay, but. Like, no. I thought it was going to be so delicious. And it was and horrid. Kid, I didn't Except now, that. But as but, a kid. But that, that's the thing. Because it I stays with it. you. It's such a distinct flavor. And you're like, you know, years later, you'll be like, you know what? I wonder if that's, I'm ready to mm, revisit. I'm ready Am for Grey Poupon. <laughs> Great I think I already. Mm. And it's also, you know, it's it's great because the the one uh rich asshole pulls up next to the other rich asshole <laughs> and he's like, mm-hmm. Pardon me, rich asshole. Uh, <laughs> we're the same. We're both eating. We're both ham eating in our ham. <laughs> Would like you happen to have do. any gray poupon? Well, of the course, guy's rich asshole. <laughs> of course. What kind of and then asshole do you the think fucking I am? asshole just drives away. Yeah, he just drives. <laughs> he doesn't share it because he's a rich asshole. It's, it's very realistic. Not. Of course, how do you know one percent stays one percent? He's like, of course I have it. What's wrong with you? Of course, they're not sharing. Where's yours? Well, bye. I love that they're eating <laughs> ham on China in my car. He's got a lot of I ham to eat in that limo. Or Listen, whatever, after I voice, saw people eating on trays in the car, I was like, why doesn't our car have this? And why do they stop putting that why in cars? Why are we doing mm. this, right? I mean, yeah. yeah. Finger sandwiches in For the back real. of my parents' Volvo, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I want that. <laughs> I want one of those like mid, you know, fifties, forty, fifties like luxury cars you'd see like the ads for or whatever that uh-huh. were like 
they have everything. They have a turntable. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Play records and eat your food and. Oh man, that's way better. That's great. God, I want to. Because you know what? Car like that, I really want to. Because you know what I don't like what? is when I get in my car and now because I buy a new phone finally, right? Mm-hmm. And then the charging port doesn't work, so I have to get chargers where I set it on it. And so I take one in the car sometimes because I'm like, my phone's gonna die. And now you got to keep it on the thing. And if it falls off, your Bluetooth, the, the stereo goes, connecting Bluetooth device. Oh. And it does it over and over again. <sighs> Honey, I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> I want an analog car. Yeah. Well, now, just to, just to add legitimacy, like the, future. the commercial that you're <laughs> referencing, Jinx, did come out in yeah. 1981. Ooh, 81. 81, it's the future. This is the future, but it's it feasibly. Oh, it's it's right in the it's right in the zone. On. Yeah, it's right. In the totally. Zone. Yeah, right in the zone. Yeah. Mm. Like, listen. Makes me want to make it. If ham. you get a time machine, yeah. you know that you could go back to February of 1980. Yeah. You know, and be like, "I'm going to go to the Great Poupon people and propose this ad." <laughs> Got a great idea. <laughs> no, it doesn't work like that. I Maybe it did. Maybe it's your ad campaign. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's you don't your know. Right. I don't In the know. future, maybe you head back there and you come up with it, and that's where it came from. God, I hope so. Yeah, you should look into this. <laughs> see what your alias was, <laughs> so you can use it when you go back. Right. All right. Let's go back to the show. Okay. <laughs> so we come back. Right. They're still sucking face outside, yeah. legs up in the air, Suspended. legs akimbo, being held by. Character actor John Getz. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they come in and they're dancing and they've had the best time. Uh, She's drunk. Yeah, that, she that said, was I've interesting. Had three to champagne see. cocktails. I mean, five, eight. <laughs> yeah, eight. three and five is eight. Wait, can I ask? I don't know what a champagne cocktail is. Yeah, what is that? Is that like champagne with juice or something? Hmm. I, I, I think I think it is actually. I think it's like a like a spritz is what they call them these like days. A, oh, okay. mm. I, I champagne lo- I spritzer. Like I like that. Do you? Yeah. Oh. I like a wine spritzer. All right. Well, there you go. I'm like a middle aged lady in the Hamptons. <laughs> I think it's a very fancy wine <laughs> <Or> cooler. A, <laughs> for being yeah. honest, or a young a young baby woman in 1980. Yeah. God, <laughs> gross. <laughs> That, um, that commercial haunts me. Haunts that's that. I couldn't oh. believe. I couldn't believe that Chrissy didn't give us like a hic- hiccup. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like I was waiting for that's it. That's true. Yeah. Happened. Yeah. Um. And and Janet takes her to the kitchen to get her a strong cup of coffee. Ah, that's what she needs. I'm like, get her some water. Yeah, water and some ibuprofen and get yeah. in bed. Yeah, exactly. Um, and he's gonna he's and Jack's like, you didn't do anything with her, did you? And he's like, Jack, you know me better than that. I'd never do that on a first date. First date, but I am yeah. taking her out again tomorrow. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> he's gonna do it with her. <laughs> and uh, Jack's all, oh no. I love how the women never get any say in this ever. Yeah. No. No. That's ridiculous. Why would they? So then we we dissolve again to later. Yeah, it's later. And Jack's got this photo album. Oh, he he brought this photo. We didn't mention the photo album. He He had a photo album earlier. Yeah. yeah. To show the girls how a picture of him was capable of. Right. And so now he's like, you know, looking at this photo album by himself, all bummed out. And uh, ding dong, mm-hmm. guess mm-hmm. who it is? RF. It's RF. Yeah. He's back. And uh, he says he's there to fix that sink. That sink that he's always. Which fixing. I was like, there's two sinks. Why does he have to be yeah. so big? Yeah. Why can't you just say which sink it is? <laughs> <It's> so weird. <laughs> also, it seems like um, these landlords are really plumbers. That's all they pretty much exist for. That's all they ever plumbing. do. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> You're right. It was just fixing the sink. And, yeah. I mean, I guess, you know, I feel like in my role here in the house, I'm not the landlord. 
uh-huh. but I am the person that gets uh, asked you know, to fix things. Yeah. And I, I do a lot of plumbing stuff. There's a lot of unclogging that goes on. That's true. Uh, it I does fall to, terrible. you know. Yeah. I bet. I'm the RF of the house. Oh, I claim um, I claim gay so hard when it comes to that stuff. I'm like, I can't. I'm gay. <laughs> I couldn't possibly. I couldn't possibly. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a gay. So, you know. Oh, I well. sleep with men. I can't. I can't yeah. change a tire because I'm, I'm gay. I, uh, I can't help you move. I'm gay. I, can't, I certainly can't help you pick up your damn couch. I'll tell you that. I'm gay. Uh, but rf notices that jack's not not his self and he says you're not your you're not you don't seem your gay self (laughs) no offense and uh and then you know jack and rf have a you know heart to heart about brothers and about how tough it can be yeah and he talks about bart and uh i mean bart's just abusive yeah it was just straight up abuse yeah which is kind of how most of us lived i think back then we were all just abused all the time uh so you know you had siblings it was just a given that they were abusing each other yeah so i guess it wasn't that uh that uncommon but but yeah listening to it you know with uh with today's different attitudes. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh yeah, he was abusing him. Yeah, that was bad. That was a bad it's, it's not good situation. It's not a good thing to do to a person. Um so then uh it makes it makes Jack feel a little better because yeah. I mean, frankly, RF situation is way, worse. way worse. Yeah. And uh he's like, Thanks a lot. And then RF's like, Yeah, I'm I'm gonna leave and he goes to leave and he's like hey what about that sink and he says i'm too depressed or something <laughs> yeah i'm talking about bart so so he has to leave and that's uh when chrissy and lee arrive right um they've been out and lee wants to take oh and so jack's trying to get chrissy to not go out with lee by saying that he was taking chrissy out to dinner but then Lee like turns it around and is like, oh, Jack, I was hoping I'd take you out to dinner. It turns into one of those. Like, and then he's going to take her and she's taking him, but he's taking her. And yeah. it was stupid. But it comes down to the three of them are going to go out to dinner. Yeah. And Jack's <laughs> like, then, you know, I can show him up because I know, I French, know food. French food. Yeah. So we're going to go to Chez Robert. Wow. I, yeah. By the way, I mean, I I had questions about this scheme from the moment that Janet mentioned it. I was like, I, I don't understand what Jack's not going to cook the food at the restaurant. Yeah, I know he, what he's just really good at ordering. Yeah, apparently that's yeah, what he that's thinks. What that's is. the whole plan. Is he that he can't can order French food. food? He thinks fancy French food is a goddamn quiche. Like, get out of here! Yeah. Like. I, they could have set them up better for this moment. They didn't. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, Cocaine. They didn't know any other food. Five a.m. We got to <laughs> get the script in. We got to get this done. We got. What's get something done. French? No, not fries. Okay, quiche. <laughs> uh, so, when they go to uh, Chez Robert, we, we go to Chez Robert. Chez Robert. <laughs> it's later now. We're at Chez Robert. I go. That's it. Next time I'm in LA, we're going to Chez Robert. Oh, absolutely. Have you ever been and, to uh, make us some reservations? Named, like restaurant Robert, like the Robert restaurant. Like it doesn't make it makes no sense. Oh, yeah. Cafe Robert. We used to eat at a restaurant called Mikey's. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mikey's. That's a, that's oh. kind of that's something. That's something. I shouldn't even <laughs> call that a restaurant. It's that a, was a place. That it, was a building. It was a building that where some be shut down. Some nice, but. Strange people. Husband and wife ran it. Uh, and they knew how to make like food they made from the Schwann's man. The Schwann's they didn't know how man? To, like, make... Yeah, you know the Schwann's frozen food delivery? No. What is that? No. Yeah. You didn't have Schwann's. Oh, you didn't have Schwann's? 
Oh, no, because that was just for people that didn't have grocery stores. That's what that was oh. for. Schwann's came around in Baker. Yeah. But we had small towns. Stores. Yeah, small towns. Small towns. Yeah. It was like frozen, like everything frozen, like dairy bar food. Yeah. That you could just reheat or fry or whatever. But that's what this couple, that's what they cooked. And we would go there and eat all the time. Like in Boise. And stuff. No, no. In Ohio. Fascinating. This country is so big, and there are so many things I don't know about it. I have never heard of Schwann. Never heard of Mikey's? (laughs) (laughs) We also – we would also eat at a 50s diner called Cruisers. It was like one of those 50s nostalgia diners. Oh, yeah. It was like in like a – you know, the the shape of one of those. Like a train car. Like a train car type. Yeah. And – yeah, it was all decked out, and it was we. Eat, they had great burgers and stuff, mm-hmm. and we go there. That was in uh, a town called Seaman, Seaman, um, Ohio, mm-hmm. and in and Seaman, my, Ohio. And when my mom was a kid, they would always say Seaman, Ohio, the crotch of the nation where everybody comes. That's cute. When we were. Uh, Moving out here to back to Boise. Uh-huh. Uh, well, I was moving back. You were moving here. Um, we left Southern Ohio, and short. And it was during the twenty twelve presidential election, <clears throat> the campaign. And as soon as we left, there was like, was it a news story or did someone just? It was a news story. And all these pictures of vice presidential uh, candidate running mate uh, Joe Biden was at Cruisers. <laughs> but he was at Cruisers. With all these bikers. With all these bikers. And he had like a biker lady sit on his lap. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And the biker dude sitting there like going like. Mm. <laughs> it's so great. It was uh, it was on like MSNBC or something. Oh, yeah. Man. And we were like, hey, oh, it's Cruisers. I got those pictures and I put it all in our home movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Like, meanwhile, back in Ohio. Yeah. I don't know. How how did we get to that? Oh, because Shay Robert. Oh, Shay Robert. Robert. Okay. So the host at Shay Robert is Maurice, our second Paddykins. Oh, that's right. So the kids show up to Maurice. the restaurant. And this is a uh, character actor, Albert Carrier. Uh, now, he was born Ooh. in 1919 in Quebec, Canada, Whoa. and uh, got his start in the business. Uh, and it's, he's got such an interesting career uh, way back in 1950. But he's in a bunch of Spanish language films, including Una Mujer Sin Destino, Mama Nos, qui- mm. nos Quita Los Novios, Se La Pasó La Mano. I mean, I'm like, what? Why would a French-Canadian actor be in Spanish movies? But I, he must have spoke Spanish. Anyway. Yeah. Maybe, in 19- or maybe he played in every one of those movies. He played the American he played guy? The, no, he played the guy coming to open his escargot restaurant across the street and close down the skating rink. Well, oh, yeah, in those the movies. French guy yeah, all the-, the French guy. In those movies, he's credited as Alberto Carrier instead of Albert Carrier, uh, oh, which is super yeah, fascinating to me. Yeah, so he must he must have like like mixed. He's got to be like half and half, like half French Canadian, but also half Spanish in some way, or Spanish speaking yeah. in some way. Anyway, he goes on in 1955 to be in a movie called Benghazi, which is so weird. I'm like, what Benghazi? Um, what? Yeah, then another. This is 1955, and then he's in another movie called Desert 55. Sands. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he plays a French policeman and the man. Anybody who can play Arab much. people. Oh, yeah. There's something. He's in Soldiers of Fortune as a French officer. Hitchcock. So he plays like French officials. He's in another. He's a French official tip on a dead jockey. Uh, mm-hmm. He's on Alfred Hitchcock presents the original Maverick. He's also. In uh, one of my favorite shows of all time, The Twilight Zone, in 1962, mm. credited as Frenchman. Even though he's, I mean, he looks French, and I'm sure he spoke French because he was, you know, yeah. French Canada, but that's not really French. Um, yeah. And there's, yeah, he's on the Dick Van Dyke show, uh, which I 
find so interesting. Daniel Boone, he's in the Batman uh, TV show, uh, and he's got two Yay. episodes there. Yeah. Um, As he's, Frenchman. He gets, he gets three's Frenchman. company in... In 1980, as Maurice, the French waiter, and he does speak French, but it's uh, it's not French from France. Uh, anyway, then he goes on to be in Heart to Heart. In 1983, he plays Pedro Quinn in Scarface, which is ostensibly a Latino character. Very yeah. curious to me. And right. then his final uh, credit is in 1984, well, where he plays a maitre d'. Go ahead. I mean, it's curious, but also Al Pacino's. Tony Montana in that movie. Well, so, yeah, there you go. Really, it's all, you go. It's all a curious. Colorblind casting. Um, yeah. Now, even though his last credit is in 1984, he doesn't pass away until 2002 at the age of 82, um, which is really fascinating because for all those years, I guess he just doesn't work anymore. And I'm, I'm always so curious why Maybe people leave the business. Restaurant. Maybe, but he's got <laughs> yeah. pictures with like Carol Burnett. Like, this is what Marvel. I know. Marlon Brando. It's fascinating, this guy. Uh, oh, wow. Just an interesting life. He has a very distinct look, and it hmm. fits this character. Like, I get why he's always playing this. Well, I've decided in my head he's always playing this character. I don't know right. if that's true. It's, I, I can't picture him yeah. in my head right now because whenever I think of snooty French waiter, I think of Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So I just oh. see that guy. Oh, yeah, that's think, great. I can't think, think of what Maurice looks Price. like now. Yeah, I think he, yeah, I think he's a pretty handsome guy. This picture that they have of him, anyway. Um. All right, so Maurice. Maurice. Wow. Okay. There he is. is. All right. Two very accomplished Paddykins. Yeah. Um. So Jack comes in trying to be all you know. Shea Robert. All Shea Robert about it. And Maurice is like, <laughs> he's like, you have no reservation. And uh, first he calls him Robert and he's like, I'm Maurice. Oh, yeah. right. Right. So off to a great start. Yeah, Jack. It's already terrible. Wonderful. And so Lee steps up and slides Maurice some money. A 10. A 10. <laughs> hey, back then that's like $400. Yeah, <laughs> um, but it, it gets them a table. Yeah. And uh, so then Jack, trying to impress everybody, says a bunch of foods in French. And does he? I don't know enough to know whether he does, but nothing he said sounded familiar. I mean, I don't, mm, I don't know. I agree. I agree. I feel like I know enough, like... I know enough French dishes. So you think they just wrote like French gibberish phonetically, and that I think they were just like insert French here, and John Ritter was like, "Oh, he did that." (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was pretty good fake French, at least if it's not real. I thought it did a pretty good job. I didn't recognize anything he said, and I feel like I would know. Listen, I took years of French. I I don't know how to say shit. Fourth grade oh, yeah, I do. to twelfth yeah, grade. Wow! I don't know anything. Wow! It's hard, to, it's hard to, for yeah. any of it to stick with me for some reason. I know how to count a little bit, and I can ask for five dollars, and uh, that's pretty good. That's about it. I guess it helps me with like word origins sometimes, and like pronunciation uh-huh. and stuff. I guess that's yeah valuable. Okay. Anyway. Anyway. Ah. <laughs> uh. I also took a, a year of Arabic. Okay. Yeah, I took like four years of Farsi. Oh, yeah. What? <laughs> really? Yeah. Good for you guys. You know, it's. I think yeah, it's. I think so... because I learned Spanish as like a baby, like that's why it sticks with me. And I think I, I, I lived in Germany so long that I think yeah. that's why that sticks with me. Or I'm just super duper smart, which, yeah, probably. I don't know. I think you have to have a gift for languages yeah. because I've done a lot of it and I still can't do, I still can't speak anything or understand yeah. anything. Well, they say that people that grow up bilingual in bilingual households will, uh, can also kind of absorb or learn languages Other, a little yeah, easier. It's, it's true. There, oh. there is a part of my brain that yeah. I go to that's different for Spanish I, it, and it yeah. feels different. It's just totally different. Yeah. Oh, wow. Hmm. It always yeah. catches me off guard when you speak Spanish. I only have one part of my brain. 
like if I like if we're someplace and I hear you suddenly start speaking Spanish to someone, I'm like, wow, I'm so impressed every time. I know. I forget I can <laughs> do Just that. Imagine how, how, imagine I swear to God, all the time I did it. How impressed what? If I did it. Oh my God. Yeah. If you just suddenly spoke If I just Spanish. suddenly, I was like, I'll take care of this. And I go talk to someone and I start speaking Spanish. I'd be so impressed. Yeah. So would I. <laughs> yeah. When I get a time machine, I'm going to go learn Spanish <laughs> and then pop right back to where I was here's, before so I can do that Here's too. an awful yeah. idea. You can Forget about recording Spanish. sports scores. <laughs> well, no, I want to do it and not, you know, uh, you know, because if you know I'm learning Spanish for years or whatever it yeah. takes for me to actually learn how to carry on a conversation. Uh, if you know that it's not going to be impressive, True. but if I just do it, this is why I need the time machine, which I think is more. Popular. Okay. Moving on. I would There's, do it. Biff did and, and do the sports scores and make millions of dollars. That's what I would, I would never have thought yeah. of that. It's so good. I never go for Biff. Go, idea. go Biff. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah. Go Biff. Here's a question. The Trump figure. Why does everybody movies? always want to kill Hitler when he's a baby? They they just want to kill a baby. It's so weird. Well, they, <laughs> they, they, he won't fight when back. He's like 12. Yeah, I know. I, I don't get it. Which would also be kind of weird. That's also weird. Yeah. But still, it's just weird. Kill when him when like, he's 17. No one likes them. Symbolic. I'm sure it's some weird subconscious thing. I think it's, it's so just weird. that it would be easier because he's just, he's, he's obviously, you know where he's going to be. Like, if you know where his house is, you're like, he's going to be sleeping or laying down in there somewhere. Let's just go get him. Yeah, if he's a teenager, he's off running around causing trouble. It'd be hard to get. He's a slippery little sucker. We left no tangent unturned today. I love it. (laughs) I'm sorry, everybody. What's going on? We got to wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Okay. So they sit. Jack speaks French words, and Lee's like, and the, the waiter falls for the French enough that. They start. Maurice starts talking to Jack in French, and legitimately, Jack's like deer in the headlights. Yeah, and, Jack's like I. He uh, says, and he I says, "I only know food." Yeah. He goes, "I." Jack says, "I only know food," and I'm like, "That's all he's talking to you about right now." So you're you're fine. <laughs> you're in the zone, bro. Yeah, yeah you should be. Yeah, yeah you should have just rolled with it and been like, ah. Yes, uh, or oh, we, uh, and then we. and then gone on to the next food you wanted, do a, or just do a, say we. we. He might have just been like, you want frites Fries with that, with that? <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Okay. Tre, um, tre portion, tre portion. <laughs> but Lee speaks fluent French, so he, he steps does. right so in perfectly. Now it's we dissolve to after dinner, and they're gonna order dessert. Mm-hmm. So then Jack, he, I don't even remember what he does, but he ends up spilling food on Lee. He, he Jack well, he drinks like or dessert. Himself. He what? He just Jack trippers the he dessert what? all over his brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's I was like gonna creamy say, he dessert. He kind of redeems himself yeah. for a minute because he's like recognizes some of the desserts and you think he might pull right. it off and then he, then he just blows it. Yeah. And Lee's like – Fine, I'm gonna go clean up. And so he goes to the bathroom, leaving Jack and Chrissy alone to talk. And Chrissy tells Jack, you know, she's like, I feel sorry for him because he's not real. You're real. She says that he's all icing and you're the, you're all cake. You're you've got layers. And he's just this facade. But everyone loves the frosting. Yeah. It's true. But she's like, Lee's so predictable. She's like, he's going to come back here and I bet he says uh, – I have a suit just like this. Don't worry about the suit. I have another one just like it at home. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Which, first of all, wait. Like can we just – This I is our John Getz impression. Listen, we, are, we are running out of time and I get it. But can we just for a second – I just was – first of all, Chrissy gets a big applause from the audience for this pep talk that she gives Jack. Yeah, That's right. yeah she does. She does. Big applause. I feel like and there's then she gets, two applause breaks. Yes. And then she gets another applause for the line that was written her that was said by the actor who was saying it. And I'm like, what are we doing? Okay, fine. Fine. I, and I, you know what? I'm so cynical. I can't just go with it. Like, that's how, that's how damaged uh, I am. And I love everybody in that studio audience. Good for them. I don't. Uh, it was so crazy. I know. I know. 
Whenever they tell the um, future and then the other people does what that do what they say, ah, this is crazy. Whatever. Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Right. <laughs> so she says he's gonna. He's so predictable. He's gonna say that. So of course he comes back and he says exactly that. Yeah. And obviously. Jack's like, which hmm, again, she's was just right. A, like, oh, quick, write it down. It's four thirty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's all very easy. And then, uh, and then Jack klutzes and spills. On Chrissy, and she goes, Jack, you klutz. And I'm like, what the Completely undermining her pet talk. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy. And then there's a tag scene. Uh, We didn't get the tag scene. Okay. They're cleaning the apartment together, the three of them. Jack, okay. Jack, Chrissy, and all the All the kids. And. Chrissy's wearing like some real short, some shorty shorts. Shorty like shorts they're on. almost like they're on backwards. They're so short. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and Jack's all dancing. He's happy. You know, everything's been going great. And then he goes into the kitchen to check uh, something, right? I don't remember this and, at all. Uh, ding dong. It's Lee. And oh, he's what? missed his flight. He's missed his flight. He missed his flight. And and Jack was just being like, I'm, I'm feeling better. Yeah, he's feeling I great. And he goes in back. to get whatever in the kitchen. Maybe he's cooking. I can't remember. And maybe he gets the dish. And they're like, hey, Jack, Lee's back. And he stumbles like out of the kitchen. And Jack Tripper's all his like the whole way back to the door all the way where up they the are step and up back the step to the door. until he falls down finally like with his legs up in the air yeah and his head back against the door and he says can't you do anything right to lee, to lee. and uh everybody applauds yeah everyone's like he really fell down he, he did it he did in it. the most Forced way I've seen him do it yet. Yeah, it was like almost choreographed looking. I mean, it was like obviously choreographed yeah, looking. Yeah, it's like, not. Yeah, there was nothing obvious. natural about how yeah. it was happening. It was weird. <sighs> but that's it. That's the episode. That's Lee's not heavy. He's my brother. So, Mayo, on a four dominominavu scale. Listen, I I couldn't I couldn't help but be bothered by the central conflict of this episode that I didn't understand, which was that Jack didn't want Chrissy to date his brother. Because but he's so perfect. I know. I was like, but why? Who cares? I, I don't understand what what harm there is in letting Chrissy go with the brother to, to do the dumb dinner that I don't know. I just was like, why is Jack making such a big deal of this? This is just all like so blah. Um, And it wasn't that funny. I don't know. Like oddly, oddly, Tucker Doctor and I would have kept it on. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. 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 So this gets a very middling 3.33. Dominomini booze from me. All right. All right. Okay. 3.33. I feel like there wasn't anything bad about this episode. It was just really boring Mm. because it was Mm. so easy and so predictable and so just thrown together. Oh my God. Just like Lee. (sighs) Oh my God. It's so deep. It's so heavy. Nailed it. It's really heavy. It's not heavy. It's pretty heavy. You're letting heavy rap on me, man. Hey, man. I'm going to give it just an even three stars. Three out of four. Wow. Three stars. Because, yeah, I'd keep it on, and it was fine, but it wasn't. I hate that I'd keep it on. to snuff. I know. Yeah. I'm going to give it a three out of five. Okay. I feel pretty much the same way. It's pretty just middling. Yeah. Um, you know, but I like, I like it when things are like dumb. So, Mm. you know, sometimes I'm like, that's fine. Yeah. There's certain times, but it's not like like a a good tropey episode. Like, Mm. yeah. Like a, I like a good, like gift of the Magi episode. Mm. 
<laughs> like, I like that kind of thing. Right. Yeah. You get to see everybody's interpretations. It's kind of nice, but yeah. this, this whole like competitive brother thing, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. a stuck in the box situation. Someone's lost a key yeah. and yeah. Or the birthday episode. Right. Right. <laughs> or parent comes to visit, you know, the, the tropes, the tropes. Uh-huh. The tropes. They, they got the stuff. Yeah. Okay, right. well, what's uh, what's your balls doing? Oh, well, uh, no one's around, so uh, I just had them out, ready to go. So let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> All right. The next, next week's episode is called uh-huh. okay. The Root of All Evil. Oh, come on. Now... I'm sorry, but Three's Company has done me dirty in the past, and I'm going to say that this is a, this is an episode about uh, Chrissy wanting to dye her hair a different color, red, <laughs> which is evil. Red is the color of evil, and uh, Janet and Chrissy, Janet and Jack uh, are not supportive, but uh, Larry convinces uh, Chrissy to do it, and when they show up to for Lee's apartment for a party, uh, it, it gives him a heart attack, and she decides to change his her hair back to save Furley. <laughs> save Furley? Because yeah. that'll save him. It's going to save him when she dyes her hair back. Yeah, I'm exhausted. You know what? Like, I am a new dad. We have not said anything about it. I have been very good. I have not used that as an excuse once this episode, but now I am. Now I am. I call in my dad brain. Oh, man. That's good. Okay, so I just want to make sure down. I got this down. So she uh, <laughs> she dies back to save his life. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! You know what? And the thing is, I'm so tired. I'm going to forget what I said, and then next week I'm going to be ashamed all over again. So, hooray! <laughs> awesome. Perfect. Okay, I love it. I love it. All right, guys. Good episode. We did it. Another did one. It. That was a good one. Oh, what are we going to toast? toast. The new microphone. Um, oh, oh microphone. yeah! I hope this is working out. And I, I hope, hope so because it did sound really awful, and uh, I hope this remedies it somewhat until we can yeah. get a more permanent solution. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, a more permanent solution. Mm. <laughs> I, I not a final chose, one. I that guy was killed at seventeen. <laughs> seventeen, like a normal person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna toast Grey Poupon. Oh, fast. It's it's good. But of course. Thank you.